Welcome to the Vintage Horror Podcast, where we talk about all horror, not just the vintage kind. I'm your host, Kyle, and with me again today, I have Mark. I saw what you did there. You were trying to be a trickster, but you weren't really a trickster, but hi. And welcome back, Maria. Hi. Thanks for having me on yet again. So today, we'll be uh, talking about Evil Dead the remake from 2013 but first we're gonna crack a cold one open with the boys and girl and girl <laughs> so um maria what's up how, how come you're here again what what tell us i guess i, don't know. Spill I, the keep, tea. Join, I keep joining the zoom meeting every wednesday just to hope every that you guys wednesday. are <laughs> oh sorry that's every right other every other wednesday so yeah i just jumped in so why don't you tell us what's what's been up since the uh, last time we recorded um what has been up i haven't been doing much i started um indoor rock climbing recently that's been pretty cool and fun it's a good workout um definitely like finished strong on the 31 days of halloween i watched something like literally every day or multiple times a day (laughs) so yeah just been catching up on uh on just all those spooky movies you do anything fun for uh, halloween yeah we just went trick-or-treating around the neighborhood which is pretty chill and then of course handing out candy which kids just don't seem to want to come out and trick-or-treat we had like a ton of candy left at the end of the night it was so weird yeah do you do either of you guys have a ring doorbell i did but then i got rid of it when they started charging my ass so you charging me a month. Were you getting notifications like from the app that like people just bitching, like posting that their fucking candy bowls are being stolen? No. I have no, I at in, least eight or nine. That's I wild. live in the I live in the ghetto, so we get like I heard gunshots. What is this police activity? Like I get real 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, real I get shit. I get that stuff sometimes, but um Yeah, so that's it. That's all you've been up to? Yeah, yeah. All right, Mark, what about you? What's up, man? Uh, since we last recorded, uh, we had Rob's wedding, right? I believe that's so, right? Yay, yep. congrats, Rob. No, fuck yep. Rob. Yeah, fuck Rob. Um, that was <laughs> cool. Um, got to see Trav, even though I saw him the week before. So I, know uh-huh. I didn't really know many people than the people at our table, honestly. Um, it was all right. Did that. Um, excuse me. I got my back tattooed again. My younger sister came down and took me to Red Robin. Bought me some Red Robin, you know, got me Why? some Crumble. Why'd she do that? I don't know, because she's, I don't know, she's a nice f- friend. And it was your birthday? <laughs> I just said that. Oh, did you say that? I said, um, I got my tattooed on my, I don't know, maybe. No, I you said you life. got tattooed. That's, you're right. You got tattooed. I got tattooed. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, well, thank happy you. belated birthday. Yeah, for sure. That was like a little bit ago. Uh, <laughs> did that. 
Um, what else did we do? Well, the night of my birthday, so the, my birthday was October twentieth, October twenty first. Taylor Swift came out with a new CD. Listened to it like twenty seven million times. Mm-hmm. So, and she just announced she's going on tour. So, got to try to get tickets now all over the place. So, I need, I need to yeah. go to like Arizona, California, you know, New Jersey, Philadelphia. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why Arizona's is the only place that like Paramore's playing too. That doesn't make any sense. Because I think they're doing I a tour to too. I see that. Yeah. Because everyone says, oh my God, Paramore and Taylor Swift are playing together. And it's like one, the first show. Just one. Yeah. So I think I re- when she comes here, it's like some random girl I've never heard of. I'm like, I'd rather go to see Haim and her or. Yeah, yeah that's in California. They're her. only doing that in California. Yeah. 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 So I don't even know who that is. The three girls, three sisters. Yeah, no idea. So my plan is to see her in Arizona, and then see her in New Jersey, and then see her twice in California. Very cool. But my plan was to go to Greece this summer, but I threw that out the window, and I'll spend all my money seeing Taylor Swift. (laughs) So, Um, yeah. Then we had Johnny's wedding too. Kyle was there. That was a good time. Um, Guys, at all the weddings, I'm happy. Every all the weddings are over with, and I don't (laughs) spend any more money on that stuff. Yeah, please don't invite us to your weddings. Oh. If you're listening to anybody, <laughs> just don't do it. I just don't want to go. Yeah. No, it was all right. It was cool. It was fun. I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in years and years. The food wasn't bad. So I had a good time throughout the day, you know, got off work. Now I'm on call at work and it's fucking terrible. And there's only two of us working right now. So it's terrible because I actually have to do work. So weren't you at like Walmart today? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I had to get some uh, stuff for the office. We had to get, um, no, but we're going to Home Depot for stuff anyway, so we went there. But yeah, um, that's really it. Um, this weekend, I'm going to call. I want to try to watch. I'm, I already set a goal for myself to watch Barbarian, Black Phone, and Smile. Not Smile. I'm sorry. Um, nope. But I don't think Nope comes out until the end of the month on Peacock or one of them. I don't remember which one. So well, if you need I've me to, I can just send Barbarian. it to you. Oh, yeah. yeah Bar- Barbarian's on HBO Max. I had it open the other night to start it and then i just sat on my phone on instagram for like two hours just let me know what you think when you watch yeah. it i'm i oh. mean i'm yeah yes so know. yeah other than that I doesn't have anything else going up uh, we have monster mania coming up in a couple weeks but other than that that's really it so kyle is it monster mania like next weekend mm, yeah next weekend you're right not this weekend <laughs> yeah. next weekend you're right yeah never mind i'm looking yeah. at my calendar i'm like yeah you're right yeah, like Rob. Um, but like Mark said, not Rob. Yo, Rob, fuck you, Rob. Thanks for canceling last minute. Appreciate that, you scumbag, piece of shit, okay. asshole. He won't um, listen, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, we went to his wedding. Um, I was the best boy for his wedding, but I didn't really have to do anything, so that was pretty good. Um, we went to Johnny's wedding. Uh, that was good too, I guess. I didn't. I wasn't there as long as Mark, because you know Mark was in the wedding. But um, like you were there like, all day dealing with the yeah. Um, but it was cold during like the ceremony and I was just really upset because I was shivering. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, I, I didn't, how loud was the DJ dude? I never heard. Yeah. Why do we had to like even screaming to each other? We couldn't hear each other. Yeah. Um, but he had an ice cream cart eventually. So that it was actually pretty good too. Yeah. 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 I had the cookie dough. Yeah. The, (laughs) the, um, food wasn't bad either. I'd say of all the weddings, his was probably the best. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Uh, I, you know what? I didn't hate the weddings, both of them, as much as I thought I would. So, mm-hmm. uh, I guess people can invite me if they want to. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just be ungrateful for the rest of my life. Don't worry. <laughs> That's just who I am. Um, I love Midnight's the album, uh, Taylor Swift's album. I love it. Uh, so good. Yeah, 
it might be one of my favorite in a while. I think it's uh, better than folklore and evermore, but um, where it ranks amongst the other ones, I, I don't really know. I would have to actually sit down and listen to it, but I don't have to like, skip any songs on it. So I like, I could just listen straight through and not have to worry about it. I have all four versions of the album now because, you know, uh, they finally fucking mailed them out to me. But not the clock. I don't have the clock pieces. So like I could put it together, but no like pieces to Damn. form to actually have like the hands. Yeah. And we'll get a. Well, if, if I order, it's just going to take another like eight. Well, it's back in stock, but it, oh, yeah, is it? Okay. Another, like fucking 18 months for them to ship anything. Cause yeah, that's I saw people do. were selling them on eBay, the whole set. Uh, probably a lot of money. I don't remember what it was. I think it was like 250. Yeah, that's too much money. Um, I don't know. I have an awful on call schedule like Mark. I'm about to be on call this weekend and off a weekend. Hey, I'm on call this weekend too. Hey, on call bros. And then I'm going to be on the weekend after Monster Mania. And yeah, besides that, I'm just, I don't know if I'm supposed to be waiting for him. But besides that, I just have a, I don't know, getting ready to dog sit for Rob. Where are they going? Are they doing a long honeymoon? Uh, I think their honeymoon's going to be like, I think it's seven days, but they're going to Hawaii nice. again. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is nice, except like I have to dog sit. So, <laughs> but yeah, getting ready to dog sit for Rob uh, this upcoming week because he's going on his honeymoon. Um, and then I guess I'm going to go meet up with him tomorrow because uh, he wants to give me the money. And- give you the ground rules. Yeah, the rules for what he needs done while he's gone. That's all that's really going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I had something else, but I don't remember. So that wraps up the, you know, cracking a cold one. We'll move on to the um, top three this episode. The top three brought to you by Mark. It's the top three uh, possession horror movies. Yeah, I don't know if it would be considered possessed or possession, but kind of like the movies where there, there's possessions. Yeah. Like not that they like. I don't know. They own things. It's they can that own they things. are possessed. Um, I'll, I'll start out my list. I guess um, number three for number three for me is going to be Hereditary. Um, Never seen it, even though we reviewed it on here. That's really weird, Mark. I like that movie a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I remember when it came out, and I remember it was in theaters, and people said it was good, but I was like, yeah, okay, like I'll get to it when I get to it. I kind of yeah. wish I saw it in theaters now, because um, I think I watched it, and that weekend that I watched it for the podcast, I wound up watching it like three times in like mm-hmm. the span of like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my favorite Ari Aster film so far. I think there's only like two, so, you know. He's got a couple. Yeah, that's Lou too, you know. Um, yeah, he's got a couple. Yeah, that's two um but yeah so uh hereditary couple maria what's your uh number three my number three is night of the demons from 1988 i literally just saw this movie this is another one that i'm like i have not seen this movie until recently and of course it's been out since i was a child and i should have seen this and like multiple times, it's one of my favorite like demony mm-hmm. possession kind of movies. But um, it's funny, and it's got all the tropes of a regular horror movie from the eighties. You got the jock, the you know cheerleader. All the main characters are there, but you know it's it's funny and it's creepy, and the gore factor's good. I just love it. Is that the one where? Um, yes. What's your name? <laughs> Yes. Is bent over in the pink underwear. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's funny. What the it's fuck's her name? 
I can't remember. I'm at a loss now. All right, Mark, what's your number three? Fill us in. So, it's a very good movie. It's a movie I want to pick one day uh, from 1987, Blood Diner. With they they get my girl Sheetar, you Sheetar. know they, they kind of put her together, um, and um, I know um, there's not a lot of people that like this movie. Are you talking about me? You could just say me. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you watch. You see, doing a fan of it. Um, I like the director Jack, Jackie Kong. Uh, I think she's fucking hilarious, and the whole movie I think is like funny, and it's it's like a funny horror movie. Like I don't know, it's. I, I don't know what to say about it. That is like, I don't know to do justice. Like you have to watch it to enjoy it. Like why well, watch so, it? Like, and I didn't enjoy it. So. Just, how, like, <laughs> just how like stupid it is. Like it makes it good. I don't know. You know, there's movies like that where it's like, it's not good, but it's good. Sure. So blood diner. Um, I don't know when I want to pick that, but eventually we will do that. So I do have audible mentions cause I was going back and forth, but then I thought about blood diner. And I'm like, so who got possessed in that? She well, Sheetar. They like make I, uh, her name was what? Um, oh, you're right. Technically, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Tipsy or Titty or whatever her name. Or <laughs> that's all. I don't remember her name. It's some of the T, right? Um, but um, that's why I kind of like. I didn't know how to word it correctly when I said possession movies, because they kind of like make a woman, you know, like Frankenstein. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I get it. But it was the soul of or. Uh, yes, Sheetar is like a thing that went into the body. Yes, too, so so I get it. So, all right. So my number two, um, you know, you can't have a list about possession movies uh, without having The Exorcist. So The Exorcist is my number two. Um, I'm sure one day we will all talk about it, but today's not that day, so I don't really want to go too in depth. With it. Everyone should know it. The Exorcist is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's it. Maria, what's your number two? My number two is Jennifer's Body. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I think it's super underrated. It's by the director of Juno. And I think a lot of people write that shit off because that's what it's what's they're known for. But um, it's hilarious. It's scary. You know, it's, it's almost damn near perfect mm-hmm. i saw like a record number of people this year dressing up like uh jennifer Fox. yeah like as the cheerleader mm-hmm. this year i was mm-hmm. like i i saw at least four people which mm-hmm. that's the, funny the past however many years it's been since i came out like mm-hmm. i don't I, I think it's because of like how popular like megan fox is again because of like her yeah. and, like machine gun kelly probably mm. so yeah sorry to hear about that yeah it's very yeah. sad very sad times in our world. Like right. A lot of bad stuff happening. Right, Mark, what's <laughs> your number two? Um, so, originally, Blood Diner was my number two. And then I said, I don't think it's better than The Exorcist, so I have to put The Exorcist as, at two. So, of course, Exorcist 1973. Um, that's another one I don't know um, that I hope we can get into one day. You know, everyone knows, like you said, everyone knows what The Exorcist is. Um, I think most people start here with this type of the genre and horror like this is where you start is the exorcist like i remember growing up as a kid and everyone saying like oh you can't watch that it's too scary it's like too real and i watched it i'm like i don't, I don't know i was like 12 or 13 when i saw it and people are like still like upset about it i know a guy i work with uh this guy jose i work with like was like oh, i could never watch it. i'm so religious like i don't like it like 
he likes horror movies, but he can never watch like The Exorcist because he feels like it's too real. So, does he think maybe he's too much of a bitch too? Like, is that what it is? Or he cries a lot, so mm, makes sense. He did cry in like Avengers, one of them, the one you cried in too. So, dude, Aww. Endgame probably. <laughs> I don't. Well, he cries in all of them, so uh, he always tells me so. I'm like, dude, Age Voltron would have let down. I'd cry yeah. too. <laughs> but yeah, so Kyle, you're number one. My number one. <laughs> Surprise, surprise, it is Jennifer's body. Wow. It beat out The Exorcist, and uh, I mean, you might be able to guess why, but <laughs> probably because there's some up-close tongue-kissing happening. And, uh, you don't like um, Linda Blair as much as <laughs> Megan Fox and whatever her name is? Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Yeah, well, um, when they do that, like, close-up, the tongues go in the mouth, so I was like, you know what? Good thing I happen to keep this baby oil right here in the movie theater with me. I uh, just have in the to take it out. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, everyone should know about that movie and what it's about. I don't know. Megan Fox is awesome. Mm-hmm. Love her. Wonder if she really takes like uh, fucking laxatives or whatever. Probably. She's out of control. <laughs> I think she said like MGK needs to either kill her or, or get her pregnant. Oh, so, I don't like, know what that means, but I can, I, I understand. Like, what she's trying like, to say, but so good looking. Means. He needs to either kill me or get me pregnant. I don't. The, the, she might need glasses or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He looks like he's gonna die tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, Maria, what's your number one? My number one, because I am a little bitch, is The Exorcist. How are you a little bitch 19... because of that? <laughs> because I'm terrified to watch that even now. Okay. I, I mean, maybe it's because I. Well, Spanish people are usually more religious, so your family, yeah. We have, like, how dare you, don't bring a Ouija board into this house, don't, you Mm -hmm. know, very, very superstitious, and that's one that was drilled into my head very young, that don't talk about it, you better not watch it in this house, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have spirits, something crazy is going to happen if you watch that movie, so I've always, like, behind closed doors, secretly watched it, and it scared the shit out of me, (laughs) so that's my number one. So that's, that's exactly weird. how the guy Jose I work with, he's Puerto Rican, and it was like this, it's like the same thing he was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just bought you a Ouija board for your birthday. It's really weird. So oh, okay. I think she can have it now. So she's not a little oh. kid anymore. <laughs> Unless oh, I don't no, know. I would never, never, never in my life. Yeah. So my number one um is Jennifer's body from 2009. <laughs> Um, really weird. <laughs> really weird. I've I've liked this movie since like it first came out, and I know the big hype over the last couple of years because of like like we I said before like Megan Fox is so popular again with social media so everyone loves Jennifer's body but um it's such a well done movie like it has everything you want in it like good kills funny um you know um like she goes both ways thought you only kill boys they, they kiss come on yeah. just say it just no just no say it. one scene she's like I thought you only kill boys I go both ways yeah I know which it's you can admit it man you like it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. <laughs> um, very good movie. You want to throw out your honorable mention while oh, you're honorable here? Mention? Oh, Maria, I'm sorry. No, you. I said while you're here. Oh, while well, I'm here. Well, we're all here. So, uh, um, like, I really enjoy Amityville Horror 2005, like with Ryan Reynolds. I think it's because I have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds. So it makes the movie more enjoyable than it probably is for most people. I, don't, I see your eyeballs raising, Kyle, like you're ordering Taco Bell. Yeah, I am. But also, do you have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds? You don't think Ryan Reynolds is a good looking guy? Oh, he's a handsome dude. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't call it a man crush. 
Everyone's got a man crush. Uh, I got one somewhere, I'm sure. I just got to think who. <laughs> it's Mark. Just admit it <laughs> right here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um, Andy Vohar, 2005. Um, I, I, Exorcism of Emily Rose holds a special place in my heart. Did you see yeah. that in theaters? I did see that in theaters when I was like 17 or 16 or 18. Whenever, I don't know how old I was when it came out. Makes sense. It's not a good movie, but it holds a special place in there. <laughs> How is it not a good movie? I, it's not. I don't think it's good. Oh, I mean, I've never seen it. So I, anything that has to do with exorcism, I'm usually like, I feel like they're going to try to be the exorcist. So I'm not watching this. Yeah. So when it's like PG-13 and you're 17 or 18, you know, you go. They're 17 or 16. I don't know how old I was when it came out. I'm sure that was a little bit older than that. Maybe. I don't know. How about you, Maria? Got any honorable mentions? Yeah, I have one. It's called The Possession of Michael King. This is it's from 2014. It was it's like a found footage type of exorcism movie. So that was kind of different. It stuck out of my head. And I mean, it kind of got lost. I feel like it was in the wheelhouse of that time when there were so many exorcism movies mm -hmm. coming out. And this one just kind of stuck out because it was found footage. Usually it's a woman or a girl who gets possessed. This time it was a dude. He's the main character. And you're kind of just going through him getting possessed and trying to get it out it, it's it's an interesting one it's good the gore factor is good i liked it a lot my honorable mention is uh this is the end because jonah hill gets possessed <laughs> in it yep. that's a good movie yeah yeah that's a good one and i just love when like the like the power of christ compels you he's like does it <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that part. Um, but yeah, if everyone, uh... what about um, The Shining? Is that a, is that a possession movie or no? Uh, I would say technically, um, the hotel kind of does possess people. Sure, mm -hmm. but you know, I like The Shining, but it's definitely not in my list of favorite movies. Just, if I want to take a nap, yeah. If I want to take a nap, <laughs> then it's up there because literally, as soon as I see like the uh, the beetle Snow or whatever fire. driving on the fucking road, I'm like, <laughs> that's literally like the first shot. They like pan over, and then the, you see like the car driving, and I'm already sleeping. So, um, yeah, we'll move right into the main event then. Evil Dead from 2013. It was released on April 5th. 2013 has an R rating uh, or you could watch the unrated version which isn't rated mm -hmm. um, which adds 6 minutes to it it's supposed to run at an hour and 31 minutes but for some reason Hulu tells us an hour and 25 minutes which is not true I don't know why it says that well I texted you about it the other day it's because the original one's 125 and so they have it mixed up but it's still, it's still 130 um, an hour and 31 minutes yeah yeah, I don't know why they don't fix that yet. Uh, had an estimated budget of seventeen million dollars, and it grossed ninety-seven point five million dollars, which is a pretty big return for a horror movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say, even for that time, uh, horror was a little dead or at its end with this new age bullshit that they, you know, had been putting out. Um, surprised they never made like a sequel, at least. Well Originally, they were supposed to, after this came out, before Ash vs. Evil Dead, they said that they were going to make Army of Darkness 2 with Bruce Campbell returning one last time. Makes and sense. With him and, like, so Mia would team up and then fight the um, 
the uh, Deadites, whatever they're called. And yeah. then I guess that got scrapped, and then they went into the TV series instead. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, that would make sense if you like watch all the way through the credits. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. But know they that. asked them about it later on. They said they don't think it will ever happen now. So. No, I couldn't imagine it would. I would see it. It. Oh, I've never watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, so. Well, no, it's nothing to do with the TV series. It was yeah, like, but I'm saying, like, I'm, oh. I'm not a big like Evil Dead guy. Like, mm-hmm. I know some people like love those movies. I think they're okay for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been like huge into them. Yeah. So when I first got into them, like, I remember growing up, there was a kid that Rob knows uh, this kid Mike, and he was all about Evil Dead. And me and my friend John were always like, "No, Halloween's better. Halloween, Halloween." So I would always like not want to watch Evil Dead. And then when I got older, I finally caved and watched Evil Dead like all three in a row. And I'm like, "Wow, is that really good?" Other than I don't really like Army of Darkness, but one and two I love. So. So you like the same movie twice? That's what you're saying, basically. That's what <laughs> yeah. everyone says is a remake, but it might as well be, just with like a little extra footage. Yeah. Um, this holds a six point five out of ten on IMDb. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a sixty three percent on the tomato meter and a sixty four percent audience score. So those are like right yeah. there, like all of those are right there with each other. And then on Letterboxd, it has a three point four out of five, which again, all. Yeah right there with each other. Um, the director is... Can somebody help me pronounce this name? Uh, I'm not Spanish. So. Uh, well, yeah, Maria. Someone <laughs> <laughs> with an A. Well, I didn't even look that up. Uh, Freddy uh, Alvarez? It's not, it's not Freddy. It's like <laughs> Fede. Oh, Fede Wap. It's oh, F-E-D-E. Oh. Alvarez. Felipe. Fede Alvarez. There Felipe. you go. Yeah. Um... I don't know much about what else he's done, honestly. Yeah. He did, um, I think, uh, Don't Don't Breathe. Oh, he did that. Yeah, oh. I think he did that, and then um, he didn't direct the second one, and then he wrote the story for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that. Yes, I did know that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, like opened her mouth like she was like ready to say something. Yeah, I was like. Um... like She's oh like, yeah, sorry I was, but oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I just catch lit- flies. <laughs> she didn't no, eat was, yet, though. So. I was watching the not to get too off topic, but I was watching the Shutter 100 like oh, I want to watch that scariest movie. And I was like, oh, this is the guy. I kept seeing him like they get, you know, notable yeah. directors and whatever, and they talk about their favorite moments, and he was on there a lot, Fede Alvarez, and yeah. um he had some really interesting, you know. Yeah, I, need to get around, so. I need to get around to watching that too. It was good. I finished it today. It was really good. I feel like modern directors are usually the people that have the hot takes, you know? Mm-hmm, they usually mm-hmm. try to say something, makes them stand out a little bit. Yeah, he was shitting on some <laughs> some really classic ones, but, at, you know, it, it makes you think, like, yeah, it's probably true. Meanwhile, he's only directed, like, Evil Dead and wrote I know. Texas Chainsaw yeah. 2022, which sucks ass. So, <laughs> Don't Breathe was bad. I never seen I it. It was good. It was good. And the second one wasn't. Well, he didn't direct one. He only. I think he only produced the second one. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So he can't make anything. So he's just going to talk shit and produce. Okay. <laughs> My guy. All right. Um. <laughs> we'll move into some characters. We have Mia, who is playing played by Jane Levy. Uh, she was in the Castle Rock series and Don't Breathe. So that's why that all makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. We have uh, anything and she's else? also was in. Uh, she starred in Shameless too, as Mandy Milkovich. Uh, but then she got recast uh, later that season. I don't know why. What happened? And she's also um, Zoe's uh, 
extraordinary playlist too so yeah i saw that a lot for her and i didn't know what that was that's a newer thing i don't um i don't know what that is so <laughs> i know okay. it's like all over the place that and then she's supposed to be in the toxic avenger too coming up the new one mm. uh we have david who's played by shiloh fernandez he was in euphoria which never seen so don't know uh, anything about TV it show yeah never seen it uh red riding hood which has our girl um um amanda seyfried 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 uh and she was he was in one episode of drake and josh that was pretty notable i remember him from that episode do you no nope (laughs) couldn't recall it honestly uh we have olivia who's played by jessica lucas she has done a lot of like tv but she was also in the well the Gotham series. I didn't even know she was in it that much, and I watched like half of it. Um, she's also in Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield. And she's the man. She's the man. Halloween Town Two, and the, co- the second one, The Covenant, which also has Sebastian Stan in it. I don't know anything about it, but I know that he's in it. Uh, we have Eric, who's played by Lou Taylor Pucci. Sounds Italian. <laughs> Yeah. Which is funny because he doesn't look very Italian. Mm-mm. He looks um, different in real life, honestly. Yeah. When I saw like pictures of him, I was like, yeah, you don't. Um, he <laughs> in American Horror Story 1984, which was season nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, he really wasn't in anything like that I know, like all his movies. I know he was on a couple episodes of the show You, but like movie wise, I don't think there's anything that's like notable to me, at least. And I know a lot of people thought that that was him that was in X. Yep, that's a, right when I saw the trailer, I thought it was him too. I said, "Oh my god, it's that guy." Then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're not like the only person that said that. Like I've heard so many people say that, and then mm-hmm. they look at they up just and like, like oh, seem wait. like the same person. That's why they kind of yeah, they, it's literally the same character. Um, that's all I have. Do you guys have any other characters? The only uh, other person I have open is the girl that plays um, uh, his uh, girlfriend. Uh, the girlfriend, uh, I can't remember. Natalie. 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 Natalie, Natalie, yeah. She really wasn't in anything else other than this. And then, like, she was on a couple episodes, I think, of Shameless, like, Supernatural, a couple episodes, and, like, The Vampire Diaries. But other than that, like, she really didn't do too much other stuff. Yeah. And she's from Australia, so. You're trying to say people from Australia can't do anything? I agree. Yes. They're yes. a bunch of fucking felons or whatever over there. <laughs> Uh, okay, right, so, I, don't, I don't know. Well, that's how Australia started. <laughs> like England just started throwing like their prisoners over there. Like we don't want these motherfuckers, and they're like, "Hey, why don't we just start our own country?" Oh, okay. They adapted the accent a little bit, and they started saying things like "Oi, Crocky" or whatever the fuck they say. I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever been in a country? Uh, what does that mean, Mark? I've been over international waters. If that's what you're talking about. Have you? <laughs> Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Hawaii, no. Yeah. I think it's owned oh. by the Americas. Yeah, but like you have to go over the water, no? No. Okay. You go on the no. uh, thing, you know. The thing? <laughs> okay. Uh we'll move right into the movie. Uh it opens with uh So also real quick, um, I don't know if you knew this. They shot the movie pretty much in order since it was in a cabin. So that when they said stuff got dirty, they didn't have to re-clean anything. So they're like, we would throw blood on the wall and like fuck, we got to clean this up now to reshoot something. So they just made sure every shot when they get to the cabin is all in a row. So they don't have to ever clean anything up. Gotcha. Lazy. 
smart. They don't waste money on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, even though they had a lot of money, right? Seventeen million dollars is um a lot. Of not money. a lot of money. Not a lot of money for <laughs> what, a movie. To me, well, it's a lot of money. Of course, yes. What was Scream Five? Ten million. Um, I, but the thing is, I don't think they paid anyone. But oh no, not Scream Five. What am I talking about? Uh, one of the screams was, or not screams. One of the movies we did recently, Halloween, uh, twenty eighteen was ten million dollars, and then Halloween. Uh, kills was twenty million dollars. Yeah, but also like there's there's um a lot of like blood and stuff in this. So they had a, they used like seventy thousand gallons of blood, something like that. They also hired Slayer. Did they? Yeah, when it was raining blood. Rain <laughs> blood. <laughs> I thought that's you're playing it at the Got end. Him. <laughs> um. All right. So it opens up with some walking. No. Yeah. No. But uh, just oh, for um, yeah, keep going. <laughs> from the original. So the original used around three hundred gallons of blood. The whole movie. This one used seventy thousand gallons of blood. Oh. Who the fuck's job was it to count that? <laughs> I don't know. But they said the oh the final scene was over fifty thousand of gallons of blood. Fake. Yeah, blood. I would think so. They literally just fucking like rained it for eight <laughs> okay, days there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll just go through facts that are out when you get to them. And yes, we please. <laughs> There's no more facts, right? I can start. No, no. You, <laughs> I, I'll stop you from other stuff, and you know. All right. So the movie opens with some. Uh, Somebody who's walking, almost like shuffling through the woods. Um, I think it's like a female. Every day you're shuffling. Uh, She's being followed by somebody. And then she hides behind a tree, but is found, thrown to the ground, and hit with the butt of a gun, knocking her out. She never has a name, right? Or does she? Mm, Homeless woman? Hillbilly woman? I don't know. I thought she was a teenage girl. Teenage girl. I think that's what she's um, Mm -hmm. cast or uh, uh, credited as on TV. Uh, she wakes, chained up, and head covered with like a potato sack. Dude, she she's not Jason or Cropsy, so we could just cut that shit out now, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, as she pleads uh, for her release, an old woman looks through a book saying only evil, only the evil book can undo what the evil book has done. Uh, she's unmasked by a man who she recognizes as her dad, and she asks for her mother. But her father tells her that her mother's dead, and she knows because, you know, <laughs> she killed her. <laughs> Been there. Uh, she tries to Have reason you? with <laughs> No, not <laughs> me. Uh, she tries to reason with him. You all right, Maria? What happened over there? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you got a water bed or something? Like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Water bed. Mad on the ocean. Don't worry uh, she tries to reason with him, but he pours something over her, and as he tries to like strike a match, her face changes, and she says that she'll rip his soul out. Uh, he drops the match as she repeats herself, setting her ablaze, and as she's on fire, he pulls out a gun and blows off her head. I love you, baby. Say that more sensual, though. He's, that's how he said he said, I, I love you, girl. I don't think he said that. No, a little weird. Um, then we get the title card, of course. Evil Dead looks cool. Yada, yada, yada. I, oh, real quick. Right here online, it says this is three years later, but that doesn't say anything. I don't know how people would know that. Like from the first scene to the this scene is three years later. I don't know how people know that. So yeah. if you look at the way the cats decayed, I think that's how you can You're tell if you idiot. use forensic <laughs> evidence. Um, so David and his girlfriend, Natalie, arrive at an old cabin where uh, Olivia... Eric and Mia are waiting for them. Uh, David meets with Mia in the back, and she can't believe her brother actually showed up. Uh, he gives her a necklace made f- came. from a tree. I forget what kind of tree, but it's supposed to make a person's will stronger. Uh, she makes him promise to stay until the end, and 
He agrees. Everyone's circled up. Mia performs her promise, emptying a bag of drugs into a well outside. Heroin. Is that what it was? I'm assuming heroin. Well, it, was it written on it? it? That's what it says online, too. It says heroin. <laughs> yeah. So that's why yeah. I, I like Googling um, things. And also, um, their name spelled the, the word demon, too, if you rearrange it. I'd never even thought of that. So, Damn. Who has time to that, look into that shit? I wonder if they I did look- that on purpose or like it just happened. It's just happened. That like, had to have been on who the fuck is naming people Olivia or Mia in a movie? In real life, those are people's names, no? Adam, never heard of them. Olivia or Mia. Mia. Nope. Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> nope. Never heard of them. Never heard of her. I just gave you two examples, so. <laughs> um, and then they make their way inside the cabin. Mia immediately acknowledges a nasty smell, and David decides that they should all clean up to make the place more livable. Mia goes into a room, finding pictures... Like of like, I think her and David when they were younger with their mother, and when David walks in, she reminisces about the end of her mother's life, and it's revealed that David wasn't there at the end because he's a mm-hmm. shitty son or whatever the fuck is problem. No. <laughs> shitty brother, shitty son. Uh, Mia saying that maybe Shit he was pants. lucky he didn't have to see her now that, like the way she died. Olivia and Eric filled David into the fact that they tried to force Mia into sobriety once already, and she wound up overdosing and legally dying before being brought back. Um, so they all have to be in this together for her. But he says, "Like, listen, I came here, <clears throat> I came here to fix things with my sister, not make them worse." So he's like, "I will fucking leave with her if I have to, dude." Mm-hmm. And they said last time she this, she only lasted like eight hours. And then at night, Mia starts to have a breakdown saying she can't stand the smell anymore. Um, they tie her to a chair, right? They do tie her to the chair, right? <laughs> like that. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, and inject her with something to help with the withdrawal. Uh, and still she complains about the smell, but Natalie says like she can't smell anything. Their dog, uh, Grandpa, Grandpa. Uh, pulls at the rug on the floor, revealing a blood smear leading to a like door trap door kind of thing that's in the floor um, when they open it they all get hit with the smell so now they can smell it maybe Mia's just a little more sensitive she got the superpowers now that she's not drugs they said she's more sensitive since she's in withdrawal uh, is that, I don't know if that's the thing or I don't know I don't do drugs so <laughs> though you did my bad uh, <laughs> David and Eric go down and find dead cats hung from the ceiling and a burnt pole uh, with what seems to be hair like stuck to it burnt hair they also find a book and bring it back up with them. Mia saying that they shouldn't have touched anything down there. Which right, right. Probably, yeah, I was going to say, she's probably fucking right. So she's dead cats. <laughs> like 80 of them. Um, I think that was Mark down there. <laughs> I hate cats. In the morning, Mia goes out and walks in circles around the yard. Uh, I don't know why I had a question mark there. Oh, is that what it would be considered? Like in the cabin? Is that a yard? <laughs> like what I, the fuck yeah, is that? I don't know. I've never been to a cabin. Uh, but it's in the rain. And then Eric cuts the barbed wire holding the book closed and rips open like plastic that's covering it. Which who the fuck had time to do all this? I don't know. But why the fuck would you even touch it if it's in barbed wire? Like literally wrapped in barbed wire. We're wire. curious. We're curious of <laughs> species. Because he's I'm a Mexican. student of the I'm, game. I'm Mexican, so we don't touch that shit. <laughs> Barbed wire or because anything that's wrapped. I was about to make some, some jokes <laughs> about jokes. hopping fences, but 
We do do that. We do do that. <laughs> um, uh, he re- it reveals a cover that seems to be made of like skin. I think that's what it is in the originals, right? It's human skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Th- I don't think they say that in this one. It's bound by human flesh. I don't know if they. I'm trying to remember if they do say that. No. I don't think they do. Um, but I'll talk about that more a little bit later, I guess. Um, he opens it, reading a couple of words out loud, Honda. and ignores the warnings to leave the book alone and burn it. And he even cuts himself on a page, and uh, the blood drips on the page. He uses a pencil and paper to make out like embossed words. I forget what that's called. Old when you, pencil like, trick. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where you put the paper over like the yeah. words, and you s- scratch with the pencil, so it reveals like what it says. Um, uh, he starts reading the words out loud as he reveals them one by one, and we get shots of something flying through the forest towards the cabin. Uh, gets there just as Mia falls over throwing up, which I assume is from withdrawal, uh, mm-hmm. and she sees a woman standing in the woods. Mia goes inside, telling everyone that she needs to leave, but Olivia tells her like they all agreed to keep her there uh, to see the withdrawals through, and she turns to David, asks him to take her home, but he agrees with the rest of them and says it's probably best if she stays. So she rips like the necklace that he gave her. I, it looked like she like was ripping it apart, but it's still like yeah together i don't fucking know um but uh she grabs the keys and heads towards her room and then eric goes to like follow her but when he goes in he finds the room empty and the window open bad girl mia is hysteric as she starts the car and drives i know you're not supposed to call women hysteric but i have to sorry (laughs) canceled as she's driving like down the trail that leads away from the cabin and then a naked person thing appears in the road in front of her and she swerves to avoid hitting them driving into a swamp off the road and then she wakes up opens the door uh getting out of the car and swimming to shore and as she starts to crawl up the embankment uh she stops to look back when she hears like everyone calling out her name and i guess they're like looking for her and a person appears like pops out of the mud behind her (laughs) don't know how they got there uh, Mia gets up and starts to run, but of course trips and falls, rolling uh, into like a bush of or some like brush and vines. Uh, they begin to tie her up, choke her a little bit, every woman's dream, and uh, pull her into the air. <laughs> she sees a demonic like lady staring at her, which I don't know if that is that supposed to be like her. I think it's the As girl from the beginning. I thought it was the previous, the teenage girl. Yeah, I don't know. They all look like these all these fucking females. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> the she's staring at her, and then something snake-like comes out of her mouth, making its way up Mia's leg and penetrates her, and she screams. Uh, David finds her, and they bring her back to the cabin. Olivia suggests that the wounds and thorns was all self-inflicted on purpose, so that this way they'd bring her home from the cabin. And like nobody seems to like mention the fact that like she just stole one of the cars and she could have got away herself and then drove into a swamp like not a single yeah. person's like hey asshole you fucking took my car and it's in the swamp now mm-hmm. not a single person <laughs> just gotta point that out yeah. um but david goes to check on her and she's like sitting on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed she says she has to get out of here telling him uh that he doesn't understand and that there's something in the woods and that it's also in there with them Mm-hmm. but he tells her it's all in her head and leaves closing the door behind him uh, and then she looks over and in the mirror she sees a like demon person yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was supposed to be definitely be yeah, her. Yeah, right? I thought like, this was supposed to be her. For yeah. sure. Like she's looking at herself in the mirror. Possessed. Yeah, I like that. Like when you see it out of the corner of her eye and she, like, you see the demon in the mirror. That's like really good. It's really good stuff. I think it's just scared. Mm-hmm. So you were scared. That's what you're saying. Not me, but. But me. It's okay. I, I watched it with the lights on. So. Oh, of course. Eric is still looking through the book and sees a depiction of exactly what just happened to Mia. Olivia tells him to go down and help David clean up. Um, but Eric's seems to be holding a grudge against David for like not caring about them because like I guess he was in love. <laughs> David <laughs> broke his heart. I don't fucking know. Man uh, crush. Yeah. Uh David bags up the cats and carries the bag out to the garbage can outside, which I don't even know why they have a garbage can. Like who the fuck is picking up this garbage <laughs> in the middle of the fucking woods? I don't get it. Um noticing a blood trail, he yells out for their dog grandpa and then finds Grandpa dead under the shed, uh, bled out, and uh, like a bloody hammer nearby. Envisioning Mia beating the dog with the hammer. Mm-hmm. But that's never confirmed or denied. I don't know. That's just, you just are like, maybe this is what happened, but we're just going to forget about it and we'll move on. Um, he goes into the house, banging on the bathroom door where Mia's standing in the shower. Uh, she turns up the water temperature until it's scolding hot. And blistering her skin, and she sits in the sh- shower. Uh, he gets her into the Jeep, though, once he's actually in there, and starts driving her away to get help. Eric returns the uh, to the book, finding a page depicting a girl pouring like hot liquid onto herself. So all these things mm-hmm. predetermined. They're all coming true. Uh, David reaches a bridge that's supposed to cross a river, but the river's got like swallowed up the bridge it's gone for right now uh and then he looks back to the jeep and mia's grinning as like i don't even know throw up discharge is like, still <laughs> foaming out of her mouth <laughs> and she's kind of like grinning a little bit uh back at the cabin olivia says that she gave me a sedatives and it sh- she should be out for a while saying that her wounds are severe and natalie thinks that it's all olivia's fault because you know They've been following her lead, and they should have just brought Mia back home the first time she asked. None of this shit would have happened. And then uh, David tries to calm them down, saying like everything's going to be fine. But then Eric's like, "Dude, nothing <laughs> is fine. Going to be fine, and everything's just getting worse." Yeah. And then Mia shuffles out of the room holding a gun. Uh, David tries to tell her to put the gun down, but she lifts it and fires, hitting him in like in the arm, but also like. Missing I, a lot. It's like, yeah, grazing him kind of, mm-hmm. um, knocking him over. She starts to scream as the door to the cabin flies open. There's like an energy seemingly filling the air, and then it all comes to a quiet halt, ending with Mia saying that they're all going to die tonight. And then she falls on the floor. Olivia goes for the gun, but Mia climbs on top of her, vomiting red stuff all over her face. Olivia is able to push her off, and Mia falls through like the door into the cellar. The hatch, yeah. The hatch. That's a yeah. good name for it because I couldn't figure out one and hatch That's, is perfect. What would you else would you call it? Trap door. Door. It's on <laughs> fucking hinges, Mark. I don't know. Sure. Um can floors have doors? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a floor with a door, so uh and then Eric gets up, closing the door to keep her down there. Uh she starts pounding at the door though, as Eric like kneels on it to keep it closed. The pounding stops and they hear her banging like herself into something david tells olivia to give me another shot even though it could put her into a coma and eric says that he thinks the shot won't do anything because he's 
got a suspicion that witchcraft in the basement <laughs> that the witchcraft that they found uh has something to do with all of this that he evoked yeah 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 he didn't mention us. that part though <laughs> i think i put a spell on us um <laughs> In the bathroom, Olivia tries to wash herself off a little and grabs a sedative from the medicine cabinet. When she, uh, when the door closes to the medicine cabinet, she sees a reflection of herself with her face, like almost looks like it's melting off, and it startles her enough to cause her to like walk from the bathroom. Uh, and then the next room over, she watches as the book starts to turn, revealing a uh, picture of a person with its skin of their face like being cut off or mm-hmm. was cut off. Uh, she starts to walk towards the door, but stops, dropping the needle and sedative. Her eyes like roll into her head as she starts to go into almost like a trance, and she pisses herself. Apart. You know me, dude. I would have been right <laughs> under there catching all of it in my mouth. Did I just say that? Yes. All right. Like Might me to edit that, edit out. that out. Edit that out. <laughs> Probably won't. Uh, Eric goes in to check on her. Uh, he opens the bathroom door and turns on the light, but it's just flickering, and he approaches Olivia finding her sitting on the floor, cutting chunks from her face. He goes to back away, but slips on a piece of cheek that's on the floor. (laughs) Face cheek, not ass cheek. Uh, And it's his uh, back on the toilet, which if you've ever had like, dude, I feel for him. Have you ever hit your back hard on something? You feel like Mm. you just want to throw up. Like that's all you want to do. Yeah, I feel for him. Uh, Olivia gets on top of him, shoving the knife into like his shoulder area. Mm-hmm. And then picks up the syringe and starts stabbing him over and over with it. Like in the face, chest, in the hand. When he tries to defend himself. Yeah, the eye. Yes. Well, it's part of the face, you know. But like, it was close. Like when I was first always saw this, I always thought it was like going into his glasses. Like, I'm like, oh my god. Uh, he manages that to push her off. <laughs> he manages to push her off with so much force that she hits her head on the sink, breaking it. Uh, he sits up and pulls the broken needle from right below his eye. Um, and when he looks back to Olivia, she's crawling towards him. He beats her head in with the piece of the broken sink, and David and Natalie walk in to find the scene. Yeah, they're probably like, why did, why did you do that? <laughs> uh, they don't know what's going on. They're like, why, why did you just beat her to death? <laughs> um, in the shed, David pulls the blade from Eric's chest and uses duct tape to try to stop the bleeding. Because mm-hmm. that's like that, this is the end when he tapes the fucking yeah. duct tapes the broken yeah. wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees Natalie go to get water, and or he sees Natalie, uh, or he tells sorry tells Natalie to go get water and sugar for him. And then when she leaves, Eric tells David that it's all his fault because he read passages from the book, uh, releasing something evil. So he's going to tell somebody, but he's not going to tell everyone. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to tell no one else. I probably wasn't going to tell no one. Uh, when Natalie's in the house, she hears a bang and looks over to see the cellar doors like open. Uh, she looks around the room and hears the front door close. She goes to leave, but then Mia starts to cry from the cellar, asking what she's doing down there, saying her leg hurts and she can't move. So Natalie decides that she's going to go down to help her. But uh, when she notices that Mia is starting to sound a little demonic again, she tries to climb out of the cellar, but is pulled back in by the leg. Or leg, as Mark would say. I can smell your filthy soul. She wakes and watches as Mia crawls closer to her and starts licking up her thigh. Which, you know me, said, it's about time. Hold on, (laughs) pause this real quick. Uh, She grabs a utility knife, swinging it towards Mia. 
to ward her off, but Mia just like bites her hand, takes the knife from her, and starts licking the blade, cutting her own tongue in half. And then she goes mouth to mouth with Natalie, which, <laughs> you know, Mia's said, This might be a five out of five for me, guys. Uh, the door to the cellar is open, and Natalie crawls out. Mia looking up to David saying, Why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? <laughs> He's just like, Uh, you're my sister, I think. And she's, what did you do to my sister? She's being raped in hell right now. So then they close the door, nailing it and chaining it shut. I don't know where they got the chain from, but uh, or the hooks. I, I don't know. Uh, David walks. The hardware store. store hardware store is down. Yeah, you're right. Local Home Depot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you just walk like four feet from the cabin, you realize there's a main highway. Yeah. Home Depot right there. It's got water on it, man. This was Ted Kaczynski's cabin. So, whoa, I've been near it. Uh, David walks in to find Eric trying to like burn the demonic book in a pot, but the flames aren't affecting it. So then, my question is, what the fuck is burning? Like, why is there flames if the book's not burning? I didn't think about that. Yeah, Maybe what's the keeping gasoline? the fire? Going? Maybe the gasoline's just on fire. I don't know. Uh, and then David asks for Eric to like explain what's happening, and Eric reads through the book, seeing that once the demon feeds on five souls, uh, the abomination will rise from hell. Mm-hmm. Natalie tries to clean off her wound at the kitchen sink, but the wound quickly gets worse and her hand starts to like move on its own. And then Eric tells David that if they want to help Mia, they have to kill her. And yeah, this causes the demon is a leech on the soul. This causes David to start to freak out and try to like rationalize what's happening, blaming a virus. He's like, COVID. I think it's COVID. She's got COVID, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Uh, but he suggests that they leave and Eric says it doesn't matter where they go if they don't do something they'll all be dead now sitting against the cabinets Natalie looks at Mia peering out from the trap door at her and has like a mini seizure but then comes to and picks up the electric meat cutter saw thing Mm -hmm. and starts to cut off her own arm right at the like bicep area even though Mia's telling her not to and the power goes out As she off. <laughs> uh, David and Eric come in to find her standing uh, at the refrigerator and she says that she has to do it and she had to do it and feels better now and then her like arm finally falls free <laughs> like, onto the floor and David tries to you know again use some duct tape <laughs> to stop the bleeding <laughs> telling her everything's going to be fine he's like you know what <laughs> duct tape fixes everything so I heard uh, he's looking through the book. Uh, oh, sorry. Looking through the book, Eric finds three solutions to cleanse the possessed. One, a live burial. Number two, dismemberment. And number three, purification by fire. Burn, bitch, burn. I have a question, guys. Didn't even think about this ahead of time, just looking at the list. How would you guys want to be cleansed? <laughs> uh, what? Grenade? <laughs> 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 I don't think that's an option. That's body body dismemberment. It's gonna fucking blow me some of the reins. Not necessarily. You what? could just get shrapnel in you and be like, "Fuck, this sucks. Uh, this hurts." I uh, would probably say uh, dismemberment. That's pretty yeah. metal, right? I'd probably just bury me alive and then wake me up when September ends. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Dismemberment for sure. I it's can't pretty- imagine being burned. No, I've, I've only like burned myself on the stove. That shit's already. 
too much yeah. for me to handle. Well, I don't think dismemberment's any less painful <laughs> if I had to guess. I don't know. Let's say start with the head. Um, but then uh, David asks if Eric is sure, and Eric's like, dude, of course I'm not fucking sure. <laughs> I just read this but in a fucking book. What? This doesn't make sense, because if you continue to go, he says, no, I'm not sure, and then he says, we need to listen to the book. Yeah. So Well, he's like, you know, what, what's the worst that could happen? We kill every like Mia and we kill. <laughs> yeah, we kill your sister. That's the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's well. He says like whatever is inside Mia needs to die along with her. Yeah. Um, and David says that their mother was delusional before her death, and that he was afraid um, that him and like Mia were going to be affected by it too. Yeah. While Eric is telling David that, uh, while Eric is telling David he is just a coward and he's going to burn the whole place down. Uh, Natalie comes in from the shadows with a nail gun just after shooting herself in the head with it and starts shooting David and Eric, hitting them both several times. Eric tries to crawl behind some cover, but Natalie just <laughs> walks closer to him and starts uh, popping off a few more rounds, hitting him a few more times and even like pinning his hand to his chest. And David has to tackle her to save Eric. They get preoccupied pulling nails from themselves so they don't see Natalie... Uh, and that she's gotten up and out of sight. Eric tries to warn David to get the gun before Natalie can, but uh, when he gets close, she walks over and starts like bre- uh, beating his ass <laughs> with, <laughs> with a, a crowbar. crowbar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Eric tries to save him by like shooting her with the nail gun, but this just kind of like pisses her off. <laughs> so she walks over and starts swinging the crowbar at him, <laughs> and then splits his hand open when he tries to defend himself. Uh, she starts uh, beating him down with it and when she raises the bar for the final blow, David blows off her hand at the like forearm with the boomstick. Kind of disappointed they never referred to it as the boomstick. Uh, she turns, blood leaking from her arm <laughs> and like just falls in front of him asking why and then dropping into unconsciousness as my face hurts. Eric just laughs. Does that count as dismemberment? Sure. I guess. Only two arms are blown off. Or taken off. One was blown off. Like, I don't know. In the book, it looked like literally they had to be like drawn and quartered. Like, Mm -hmm. tie all of them to fucking horses. Uh, David gets Eric outside and then tells Eric he's going to do what he's got to do. He's going to uh, he goes into the house, starts pouring gasoline everywhere. He takes out a lighter, lights it, saying sorry to Mia. But then just then he hears singing from the basement. Uh, it's Mia singing the song that they had said their mother used to sing um, when they were younger, causing him to freeze. And he says, he can't do this. Just then lightning strikes outside and it lights a tree on fire. So this gives David an idea, I guess. So he starts <laughs> being a crafty boy in the shed. Uh, and then start digging a hole out by the burning tree. Is that supposed to be like a burning bush kind of reference, like in the Bible? I thought it, I thought it kind of had some kind of relevance that way. Hmm. Uh, he opens the door or the hatch to the cellar, <laughs> as Mark would say, uh, mm-hmm. descends flashlight in hand. And there's some noises and movement that he can't quite catch with his flashlight. And then a door in the basement closes. He goes through it needle ready in hand he checks out a little pool of water and then when he turns Mia comes at him with a razor blade uh, slashing at him 
and throwing him against the wall a couple times. She holds him underwater, trying to drown him, but then gets pulled off. Uh, David comes out of the water to see Eric. He came down and hit her with the crowbar and got stabbed in the stomach in, in the process. Uh, he pulls the blade from himself and he dies pretty much in David's arms. Mm-hmm. David is real mad now, so he puts... Real mad. Yeah, real mad. <laughs> His boyfriend died, so he Aww. puts... A, yeah, right? Uh, imagine how I'd feel if Mark died. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. It's and we actually either. talk still, so... I know. Uh, uh, so he puts a, a red dress on Mia, his unconscious body, <laughs> and then uh, a bag over her head. He puts her in like the hole outside and starts covering her with dirt. And she wakes up trying to plead with David, but he ain't falling for it now. So then uh, demon Mia kind of switches strategies and starts trying to guilt trip him. Um, but when he finishes filling in the shallow grave, uh, he falls to it saying sorry, and that he should have been there for her and the fire in the tree goes out. He digs up his sister's body, uh, pulls out the makeshift defibrillator that he made from the shed and sticks like two giant syringe kind of things in her chest. In front of Jason. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, connected by wires or connected yeah, by wires to a battery and he flips the switch a couple times until it stops working and he declares her dead. He says, that's it. Call it, Doc. Um, she doesn't wake, so he pulls the needles from her chest, covers her with a blanket, saying she's at peace and starts to walk away. And then from behind him, he hears Mia call out his name, and he turns back to see her standing there. How did she get up that fast? Dude, I thought that too. I'm like, if you just came back from death, you're not just like standing in two (laughs) seconds. Literally one second, he turned around. Oh, shit. Uh, They embrace, and she thanks him for not leaving her. And then they start getting dressed, and he goes back into the cabin to grab the car keys, stopping to grab the picture of them from when they were younger with their mother. And then Eric now also a demon, comes from behind and stabs him in the neck and just stands there as David stumbles out towards the front door. Uh, David tries to tell Mia to leave, giving her the keys and shutting the door on her. And as she screams and bangs on the door, he grabs the gun, raising it towards Eric, but shoots the gas container instead, and the whole house or cabin goes up in flames. Mia backs up away from the burning building and notices the necklace that David gave her uh, that she threw away earlier, I guess. I thought she had it this whole time, but... I remember she threw it down, but I don't know if she ever picked it back up. I don't know how it got Outside, there. Outside, though? You know? Like, yeah. what a coinkydink. Uh, she picks it up, and as she looks at it in her hand, a uh, drop hits her hand. She looks up, and it starts to rain blood. Q-Slayer, you know? Uh, from the ground under her a hand reaches out for her and a body crawls up from the earth uh she yep she gets to the jeep and starts or tries to start it um but the being whatever it is the demon breaks through the abomination breaks through the window (laughs) grabbing her leg and its grip kind of like burns her so she opens the door of the opposite side, crawls out, and into a hole that she finds in the ground. She's like, this looks safe. Let me just crawl into this fucking hole. Uh, she starts to crawl through the hole, finding that it leads to the shed, which I don't understand how that works either, but um, it's a hole That's in the where ground. it was before when he looked at the dead dog. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. It was like That's where he looked, down the, the, he looked down the hole, and the dead dog was there. Then he went into the shed, and there was a hole there. 
Oh, is that the hole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like looking just under the shed. I didn't realize. Oh, okay. Makes sense then, I guess. Uh, she sees a machete, but then instead goes for the chainsaw. Uh, it won't start because of low fuel. She tries to pour some premixed fuel into it, but drops the cap and it rolls towards the door where the demon thing is just looking at her. She scoots between a shelf and a wall to the shed. Uh, and then the abomination tries stabbing her a couple times with the machete and it grazes her. Oh, I guess graze is like a, I don't know, a little bit of a understatement. understatement yeah. 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 It definitely cuts her, but um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite get her all the way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she, she puts a hole in <laughs> to like the exterior wall of the fucking shed. Don't know how, but and she crawls out and under the jeep. And as the abomination gets closer, she tries to start the chainsaw again. And the demon uh gets like up to the jeep, and she saws off the bottom of both of its legs. Which I don't know why. It's once you know, for that run, I've never been chainsawed, but like. <laughs> One leg's getting chainsawed. It could have just lifted the other one, no? I don't know if the other one got got um, chainsawed. I thought it was just one. Oh, I thought it was did. both. Yeah, I thought yeah, so I too. Be. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Got him at the knees or the shins, whatever. Shins, yeah. Um, and then in a rage, it like lifts the jeep, well, one side of the jeep, and it falls over, trapping Mia's arm under it, hand arm. But it like I don't know, I don't know. For as much as her hand that's showing on like the window side, like I feel like more of her arm had i don't know i don't know dude it didn't line up right yeah some ain't lining up uh mm-hmm. mia sees like the abomination crawling towards her reaching for this still running chainsaw but can't reach it so then um the like demon thing tells her like she's gonna die calling her a junkie and mia's like that's it i've had enough of this shit <laughs> and then she just rolls towards the jeep and pushes a, like against it tearing her hand off her body mm-hmm. yep uh, she stands, and the abomination crawls to her, saying, I will feast on your soul. And Mia just says, like, feast on this, motherfucker! And shoves the chainsaw in its face, sawing, like, its face vertically. And then, or the whole body, I guess, and then it yeah. lays, like, in front of her on the ground, uh, and the ground swallows it up. And the raining blood s- stops. Uh, Mia goes back over to the necklace on the ground, picking it up and putting it on as she walks from the burning cabin as the sun starts to shine through the trees. Behind her, the pages of the book turn and the book closes. That's the end. Until you get to the end credits or after credit scene. And it's Bruce Campbell just saying groovy. Groovy. (laughs) Which I forgot about. They got the idea from Abomination just from the poster from the original one. That's where they took the idea from. Oh. Didn't even know that. But uh yeah, I totally forgot about that after credit scene, honestly, until uh, you know, I just left it playing because I was too lazy to turn it off. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'll I guess I'll just start. I know Maria's the guest, but uh she went first last you time, so fuck eat, her. Bro. Yeah. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Right. Your food's um, probably gonna get cold when it's out. Hey, why don't you relax, man? Dogecoin's up, so No, it's not. What are you talking about? I just got. It says it's up five point three percent. So in the last right, two so hours, from what, so from one from point oh oh one to point oh one one, dude, it's going up. You'll see. You'll all see. All right. So I will give Evil Dead twenty thirteen a three out of five. 
Um, I remember really liking this movie the first time um, I saw it. So I, I think I saw it in 2013, right after it left theaters, maybe like when it first mm-hmm. came to Blu-ray or DVD, whatever I watched on. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it again, it feels a bit rushed. And I think that's, uh, I was like kind of hinting at that earlier when they don't really mention like if the book's made of skin or anything, they don't really give a lot of details. I feel like this movie is almost made for people who have saw the originals at, because they give like this borderline zero context to anything. It's just kind of like, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. And like, if you've seen the originals then you kind of get the concept, but like they really rush into this movie. They explain nothing about like the possessions or anything. Um, they like you could almost uh, like well maybe I guess you get it it's witchcraft I was gonna say it's almost like a, a zombie type thing though because when they bite somebody like you know other people turn I, I don't know mm-hmm. um, I don't dislike it though I'd say it's like middle of the road um, I like how the script is kind of flipped in this one where the female survives at the end um, but not in like a social justice <laughs> kind of way I like <laughs> it in a like hey we're keeping like fresh for the remake kind of way mm-hmm. um the characters are kind of squares and fit that whole like 2000s uh, like angsty emo feel that those remakes of the time kind of hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gore and the body horror is pretty like on point in this movie, I would say. Um, like there was a couple things where I was like, oh, that sucks to look at. Like when he pulls the needle from under his eye, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> that, that I don't like. That hurts. Um, yeah. And also when she starts like cutting her own arm off like Natalie, I was like, that's pretty good. Um, but a lot of uh, practical effects too. Yeah, there's a lot of things that make you squirm. Yeah, I, I like the practical effects compared to like you know really modern stuff where they use a yeah, lot of. Yeah, because this CGI. guy said he wanted to do CGI, then he said no, he wants to keep it to the original and did like practical effects, which I think is going to allow this to age a lot better than other remakes of the time. Yeah, um, definitely worth a watch. Uh, maybe a revisit every once in a while, but it's not like you know anything special. I would say, uh, like I said, three out of five. Um, I would say my favorite kill is the definitely like the abomination at the end. Just getting the chainsaw in the face um, and then, you know, cut in half. Um, pretty metal, if you ask me, you know. <laughs> uh, and then my least favorite is David because he didn't even have a first death like half of these people. Mm-hmm. He just fucking died in a cabin fire off screen. And that's it. That's my review. Um, Maria, tell us how you feel. I really, I've seen this movie quite a few times. I watched it in theaters. I remember when I saw it in theaters, I loved it. But now revisiting it, I mean, it still holds up. So I give it a three and a half. Um, Just because I feel like it's not one that I would, it's not in my heavy rotation, but it's definitely good. I mean, lots of cringy moments, lots of like, just hard to watch stuff, which was good. The characters were not, it just wasn't fleshed out enough for me i think like kyle was saying i did watch the originals and they're good they're not my favorites but they gave more lore or more backstory and this one just felt like they were just you know it don't worry about it you know this is our take on it um but it was still good i would i'm probably gonna watch it again in like another five years i thought you say another like five that. days <laughs> watching <laughs> no, five days probably not but um yeah so three and a half out of five for me um my least favorite kill was definitely david i mean you didn't even see it but uh maybe he didn't even die you know yes you never know um and then my favorite kill was the teenage girl i mean that is a really good intro to a movie i mean it was 
caught me off guard for sure when I saw it in theaters for the first time. It was really metal to set your daughter on fire. And then blow her fucking head off. Yeah. (laughs) So that was my favorite kill for sure. Mark? Give us your uh Oh, I don't know. Buddy. I was waiting. I don't know. You you good? So, um <laughs> this for me is a 4 out of 5. Uh I really enjoy this movie. Um I honestly I think I know in the beginning you said like the scores are pretty high. I still think it's underrated. I think a lot of people stand still can't grasp the fact that remakes can be good. Mm-hmm. I w- um, I didn't say it was overrated. I, I'm not, saying that they were all pretty similar. Like, so everyone kind of kept it like the same. Like no, 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 everyone no, no, scored it exactly I, the same. I feel like it's it's it's, it's underrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I feel a reason that I feel that is because a lot of people don't like remakes. They, they're not down with these, like the 2007 to 2015 horror remakes or whatever it was, you know, or yeah. 2004 or whatever. Um, this movie, I honestly keeps my interest the whole time. The, the acting isn't bad. The, it, the cast doesn't bother me. I don't, like have a gripe with anyone like um i like the whole appeal where they don't have to explain it because this is probably geared toward people that have already seen evil dead mm-hmm. you know so that's that's why i'm like since i've seen the originals you guys seen the originals like i know what's going on so that doesn't really bother yeah. me like i don't need to know about the necronomicon you know i don't i know what it is already mm-hmm. you know i don't know if kyle's ever seen the evil dead one or two but i don't know what yes well, you, it, you brought it up, so it seemed like you didn't know what was going on. I don't know. No, I'm saying for people who've never seen the movie, like I feel like they would be bothered by that. But I feel like more people are geared to see this because they've seen Evil Dead 1, 2, or Army of Darkness. That's know? what I said. I feel like it's aimed for it's, people, it's, it, only people know. who've seen that. You're in the know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The special group of us. <laughs> the movie goes by very fast. Um, it doesn't really have any downtime. The gore's very good. Mm-hmm. The kills, there's only like five or six kills. Um, I don't have a least favorite kill because I kind of like them all. My favorite kill is David, which you guys don't like, only because <laughs> you think at the end he's getting away and they have like this kind of like uplifting music, like they're happy, you know, yeah. and then he's like getting that picture and just gets stabbed in the neck. And he's like, fuck, uh, like I just yeah. got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> like, and then he ends up killing himself with the fire. So like, just like, it does suck. You don't get to see him die, but the whole like, oh, here's my picture of me and my sister. I have to take this with us. And then I'm g- getting stabbed in the neck. Oh, I thought it's because yeah. you don't like gore. You're scared. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Scaredy boy. Yeah. Um, all in all, I, I think this is an Evil Dead film. Uh, it doesn't really have the slapstick humor as the other like other ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's in the same realm. Um, I think it's it it's it is probably like my favorite in the franchise. Like it's up there with Evil Dead One. Like it's so I hope one day they, I know they are making a new one, but I don't know what its involvement is to anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It comes out in theaters next year. Evil dead rises or evil dead rises again. Maybe hmm. anyone. I have no idea. How do oh, I, I, don't, I, I, I literally don't pay attention to evil dead. The only thing I know obviously is that it had like the video game and that was hyped, mm-hmm. but like it kind of died off quick. Yeah. So four to five for me. Um, I say watch it. If you're in the, if you're in the know, I guess if you're not yes. in the know, fuck you. I respect that. I respect that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that wraps up Evil Dead 2013. Coming soon to a theater near you. The next next pick was supposed to be Rob's, but um, because fuck Rob, we're gonna give it to Maria. She gets to pick. Yay! Did you already, did you already tell us beforehand? No. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, you're fucking right. <laughs> Why? What is up with people you know, not I'm letting me lie? You, I am happy they didn't give you a soda at Taco Bell. Why don't people ever let me lie? Because there's nothing to lie about, dude. Nothing to cry exactly. About, nothing to lie Your about. face was giving it away. You had a grin from ear to fucking ear. Yeah, but Mark <laughs> still can't read the tells. All right, Maria. <laughs> um, so my pick, um, since we talked about it and everybody's favorite, number one, you guys have never reviewed it, Jennifer's Body. You and me are going out tonight. Wear something cute, okay? You always do what Jennifer tells you to do. It's just that I like the same things that she likes. Hey, Jennifer. You look really pretty. This isn't really your house, is it? We can play mommy and daddy. No way. We always share your bed when we have slumber parties. Jennifer's evil. I know. No, I mean, she's actually evil. Not high school evil. really cute to me lately how is he tasting these days you are never a good friend you could have anybody that you want i chip you're killing people no i'm killing boys scared. i only murder boys i go both ways i will finish you if i have to okay you can barely finish gym class Shit, she definitely just came up with that four seconds before yes, she said she it. Did. Did yes, she I did. Wrote it down, I wrote it's, it's all good. All right. Uh, Jennifer's body, we will do that. Um, hopefully, we'll have you on for that. And uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up everything for us. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can always email us at vintagehorrorpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram where we are most active and most likely to reply at vintage horror podcast uh, we do have a twitter at vintage horror underscore and you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash vintage horror podcast um, we encourage everybody to leave a rate and review on apple podcast and spotify um if you do we could always read it on the show send you stickers if you want because we have a fuckload of those and nothing to do with them <laughs> i can't remember last time i even looked at them um and yeah that's it for us we'll see you next time Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Well, I'm on Dizzy Chart back yet.